Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I want you to join us in worshiping God tonight because God has provided everything that we need.
the calling, the staying, the staying, than the making. I would say the staying here means the place of dwelling at the feet of Jesus, at the feet of the caller. And I say last week is the incubation stage. And once that stage is missed, the person will become a half bake. And you know what it means to take a half bake cake or a beans that is not well done. You go to the toilet throughout the day. You go to Mama Put and she serve you a beans that half done. You sue her. And that's one of the so the staying stage or the process is the most difficult stage. You spend your time at the feet of the master, learning about the master, receiving instruction to the master via the word, praying to the master to circumcise your heart. And last week we look at the making stage. And we said, no, every disciple is made. No disciple is born. Every disciple is made. Jesus chose 12 unlearned people and he made them. Although one sold him out. Or at least. From there, he moved to 70 and on. So every disciple, and we said the molding stage, this, the making stage is a molding process, it's a forming process. It's also fundamental. You see, God is so systematic. From calling to staying to making. He's a systematic God. He's an orderly God. God is so organized. And that's why we believers, we need to be very organized. God is not a mediocre. Well organized. He is a God of process. So systematic. He calls you, you stay, you are learning, he's molding you. And in the Bible study, we look at the qualities of a good material. So it's flexible, is smooth, is reliable, it can retain, it's soft. From Jeremiah, it's you look at the potter and the clay. It was a wonderful class. Please, you can afford this Wednesday to be practical. Look at the first lesson, second and the third. So what should we do as a church? What is the way forward? And this morning, by the grace of God, we shall look at the sending of the disciples. The sending. Now, every believer is called to be a disciple. And every disciple is called to make disciple. Just get it. Every believer, the moment you have confessed Jesus Christ as the Lord and personal Savior, that is step one. That means every believer is called to be a disciple. It doesn't stop there. Every disciple is called to make disciple. Go ye. If you are not making disciple, you are not a disciple. So first of all, you are called 
to be a disciple as a believer. And what's the next thing? You are called to make disciples. That means you are called to reproduce disciples. The Jesus in you. You are called to replicate. That means you are, you are, you are not called to be consumer of grace. You are called to be distributor of grace. Descending of the disciples. And two essence. Two reasons for descending. Two essence. One, to share the gospel. Go ye to share the gospel. And number two, to grow the kingdom of God. Two cardinal reasons for descending. You are sent to share the gospel. The good news that Jesus died. Jesus resurrected. Jesus ascended. So the gospel is about Jesus Christ. The gospel is not about the pastor, not the bishop, not our pope, but it's the gospel of Yeshua and Mashiach, Jesus Christ. And after that, you grow the kingdom of God in the heart of people. No wonder the first message Jesus gave was repent, repent, for the kingdom of God is in the heart of people, in the heart. The kingdom of God. So, the kingdom of God has two meanings, but that's a different topic. So, let's please uh, shoot the message for me. Descending. That's uh, Mark, sorry, Matthew 10. Now, what are the biblical facts to prove or that necessitated that as disciples we are meant to share the gospel? Remember, I look at the four gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, they all recorded the great commission, go ye, is a command. That heaven has commanded us to do that. Number two, even hell. You can remember that rich man between Lazarus and the rich man. What did he say? They should, even in hell, it established that this may, we must send this message. Not just heaven, even hell. The rich man and Lazarus, when he was in hell, he begged God, please send somebody to my folks. So not just heaven, not just the great commission. So we have the calling from heaven and the calling from hell. And even the calling outside when Paul had an encounter with Jesus Christ and God sent him to go to the Gentiles. In Acts 9.16 you go down. So what from heaven, from hell, from within, even from outside, when Paul was in Macedonia, that is, you know, motivate. He was motivated. Should be in Acts 69. So, from heaven, even hell, from inside, and from outside. So, it's something we must do. Please, I need the message. 
I want to point out something. I will not take your time today. The message technical department. Yes, ma. I want to project and there's something I want to bring from it. Okay. Start from verse 1. From verse 1. Start from 10. This, this NIV. The message oh, oh my, just read. No time to waste. Stay alert. Okay. Mm-hmm. Walk. No, start from verses 1. Yes. Okay. Okay, ma. Yes, yes. Okay, down. The prayer was no sooner prayed than it was answered. Jesus called 12 of his followers and sent them into the right fields. He gave them power to kick out the devil, the evil spirits, and to tenderly care for the bruised and hurt lives. Two. Verses two. Oh. This is the okay. Now just this. Go to five. Go to five. The list is not that. He sent his twelve harvest hands out with this charge. Don't begin by traveling to some far off place to convert. That is what we do. You are, you want to go to mission field in Mali because you want to go on tour. Most people go on tour is 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 not mission field. What did he say? What did he say? Walk from far within in your family, your children, your uncles, your aunts. We are want to go to international mission field. What of your home? Want to go on tour? There's a slim line between mission and tour. Most of us are tourists. We are not missionary. Want to go and see Mali or Kenya? You are a missionary because you have not traveled outside the country. And you come back. Now, Jesus sent them, sent his 12 harvest hands with this charge. Don't begin by traveling to some far off place to convert unbelievers. Don't try to be dramatic by tackling some public enemy. Go to 6. He says something in 6. Go to the lost. Confuse people right in the neighborhood. Some fathers and mothers say your mission field are your children. I'm telling you the facts. Parents, your mission field is your home. And if you fail it, you have failed totally. Before we think of going outside, our mission field is WMU, MMU, Lydia, RA, Youth. Let's look inward. Before you go and preach within, in your neighborhood. Some of us, our parents are not safe. I was born in a Catholic home. But to God be the glory, my father died as a believer. My father never taught me about Jesus to be born again. So look inward. 
in the neighborhood where, where you are working, before you think of going to Mali or Kenya or Canada for mission, your classmates, your colleagues, your friends, look inward. The, the message is a wonderful version. Go to the lost, right in the neighborhood. I want parents to start looking at the home. Parents, you have the responsibility to lead your child to Jesus. It's not about the, the person must not lead your child to Christ. You can lead your child to Christ. But if you don't have it, how will you lead the child to Christ? I want you to look inward in the church here. Seven. Tell them that the kingdom is here. Tell them that the kingdom is here. Jesus is the king. You can't have a kingdom without a king. Jesus is the king of this kingdom. And this kingdom reigns in the heart of men. Jesus should reign and rule your hearts. Reign and rule your home. Reign and rule your children. Descending. So I don't start looking far. I want to go to Mali. I want to go to Niger. I want to go to Kotonu. No. Look, start from your family. Start from descending. Please go eat. Bring heads to the sick. Raise the dead. Touch the untouchables. Kick out the demons. You have been treated generously, so live generously. Nine. There's something in that nine or ten. Nine. Don't think you have to put on fundraising campaign before you start. You don't need money. I'm telling you, honestly. You can start in your home. You want fundraising, raise money for, for mission. And there are people dying that have not known Christ. Religion is killing us in the church. I didn't say it. Don't attack me. Attack this. It's not me. It's not Reverend Okoro. Go and, go and attack Jesus Christ. I can give you the ticket. Die this night. Whether you go and meet him. Die. Kill yourself. Go and ask him, why did he write this? Don't attack me. That's why I didn't call out today. Don't attack me. Don't think you have to put on phone raising campaign before you start. It's not Reverend Okoro that said it. No. It's the gospel according to Matthew. Inspired by the Holy Spirit. So that means that ma, money is not a barrier. Do you know our barrier? Ignorance. Do you know our barrier? Religiosity. Ten. You don't need a lot of equipment. You are the equipment. Oh my God, thank you, Holy Spirit. You are the equipment because why? You have been made. You, the Jesus in you. We have four, three church buses lying down in the month. How many times do we go for evangelism? MMU, there are men in my area. They live and they live in Kantumbrook. They live in Piapalo. How many times have you gone out? WMU. There are women waste yesterday. I saw the open one in Biapalo near my house. Up to I came back around five. 
went out around 7 to shave. I saw this same group of women. They were actually dancing with beer. Dancing with beer. Dancing with beer. Catching fun with beer. That is what he's saying. The boss is for fancy, for visitation, to go to WMU conference, to go to the conference convention, but without mission boss, missionary. You don't need equipment. You, that's your life. Your lifestyle. They see your lifestyle, that is the equipment. Where you are working, the Christ in you. Your lifestyle. Because you are the living epistle. People read you. As you are selling in the market, how you are doing it. As a student, how you are doing it. You are the equipment. And all that you need to keep going is three meals per day. Travel light. Let's go back to our test. It's just I want to substantiate. Make this up. So descending. Please, let's start within. Now, today we are going to dwell on the instruction Jesus gave. Jesus is too much. He gave very fundamental instruction. Please, shoot 10, uh, 11. When you enter a town or village, don't insist. Okay, now go to 16. Those places are not. Go to 16. Let's start from 16. Uh-huh. Stay alert. You see? This is a hazardous work. I'm assigning you. Jesus is too much. He's, he has seen far in our Sunday school today. He's the Alpha and Omega. The message says he is the A and the Z. Because Alpha and Omega is, is the Greek alphabet. Alpha is the first. And isn't it so? It began and so stay alert. There's danger ahead. But he's telling you what to do to overcome. He's sending you on an errand, on an assignment. But he's telling you what you must do to be a conqueror to overcome. Stay alert. I'm assigning you. You are going to be like sheep running through wolf pack. I'll start the first thing. This season is metaphor. Is allegorical in nature. The first thing is you are going to be like sheep running through wolf. That means you are the sheep. Now, Let's look at the quality of the sheep Jesus is referring to. A sheep is gentle. A sheep is calm. So that means when he sends you, you should be calm and gentle because you are going to meet wolves. The wolves here are not Muslims. The wolves are Christian in quotes and churchgoer that will attack you. That will like you to argue scripture. Tell for example, you can meet a Jehovah Witness. I met a woman and she was telling me about their church, their church, their church. And I said, Mama, it's not about church, it's about Jesus. Some don't even listen to you. 
I've been going out with these teenagers. I've been receiving some tell Some will tell them, oh, we don't accept you are not from this church. They will not give you attention. The wolves are the Pharisees. So, but what do you do? Be calm. Be gentle. You don't need to argue. You will meet wolves. People that have head knowledge. Head, these are the wolves. But what do you do? Be as gentle, as meek, as calm as a sheep. It did not say you should be as dumb, you know. A sheep is dumb. It's dummy. No. What is the nature? The gentility of a sheep. You don't go and you muzzle up. See, the essence of knowing the Bible is not to argue. If you go out, you cannot win somebody by argument when he sends you. He knows they will attack you. Some of this wolf could be your friend that knew your past, but you are, you are a new person. So what do you do? You spend all your time to argue and no. So the first instruction, the first caution is you have that you are going to be like sheep. You should be like sheep. As he has sent you, is a difficult terrain. There are challenges. Different sectors. Now, at this point, he was referring to the Pharisees. He was telling them, the people they, they will face are the Pharisees, the Sadducees. But what should they do? Make. Gentle. Then, he went ahead. That's the first thing. Be cunning as a snake. And inoffensive as a dove. Now, no, a snake is cunning. A snake is intelligent. So now, if you are dealing with them, you are a sheep. He, do, do you know what he's saying? Don't be mumu like sheep. Be wise like the snake. No, he knows that sheep has to. Sheep is calm. It's easy going. But a sheep is dummy. A sheep could see a boss and just pull the head. So no, don't be like that. These guys are these guys are smart. They have head knowledge. But be gentle. But be wise like a snake. If you don't argue with them, you are wise. You are calm. You are, you are wise. They will attack you. You are wise. And he also says something. Not to be as corny as a snake now. You know, what do type of wisdom? What the worldly wisdom? He's not in fact, that's why he used a dove. A dove is inoffensive. It's innocent. Be as innocent as a dove. Be as pure as a dove purity of your heart. So, sheep to tackle the wolves. But that's not en enough to be like sheep. Then you need the wisdom of a snake. Smart. Wisdom. But whose type of wisdom? Not the craftiness. Wisdom is not craftiness. Wisdom is not dishonesty. Wisdom is not to be deceitful. But be Godly wisdom, inoffensive, a dove is innocent. Because you know, they will accept you where you have been sent when they see Christ in you. The character of a dove. 
is a difficult terrain especially you are in school you are schooling in Kasina or Sokoto Zamfara like what happened to our sister that was killed then you have a group chat just 90% are Muslim if you are not as wise as this now what type of thing will you be posting and tomorrow they will kill you because you lack wisdom that's why he said what will you be posting he said they are attacking you because you lack wisdom wisdom deficiency that's what Jesus is saying you just they are praying in, in mocks you just enter mocks with your big bible he has sent you Go. you have done the calling the saying they make it they will, they will turn you to salaram it means you are suffering from wisdom deficiency. That's what he's saying. I'm telling you, most at times what you call persecution is shortage of wisdom. That's why he knew these guys are smart. So you need divine wisdom. You need it. I, growing up, I stay with my granddad, a son to SS3. Now, some of this young man, he just got born again. He was so zealous. There's a shrine. They went to destroy the shrine. That's how he worked. Shortage of wisdom. So, that's what saying. So, except where we have found ourselves in the north, in the north, in the north, in the north, the persecution is there. How do you do? What we call let's know what is persecution and what what is self-made. That's why he was telling be like sheep. But don't be the dummy like a sheep. Because these guys are the what do you do? You need wisdom. And not just wisdom, you also need to be the divine wisdom. And be like dove. I have seen people that say they have minister of going to hotel to preach to prostitutes. Some of them they are they are not strong. They now become customer. <laughs> customer. <laughs> customer. Every night they will just enter the lungo. But you carry Bible in the hand though. Go and download and upload. Go back. Do you know why? Lack of wisdom. Some some will say their ministry is going to be a power. Yeah, I don't say it's wrong, but you should know the calling. And before you know this, practice. so that's why it's be wise, be wise. Please go to um then sixteen, I uh, seventeen. Do you know why you should write? Then don't be naive. If you are not like a dove, you are naive. You are a babe. You are an immature. You are inexperienced. So don't be naive. You need this wisdom, divine wisdom. Wisdom from Abba Father. Some people will impugn your motives and others will swear your reputation. 
your reputation because you believe in me. That means if you are not like dove, see, they will accuse you. But don't let what they accuse you to be true. That's why you, you, you need to be like dove. They may call you names. But now, what they are calling you, is it true? Others will smile your reputation just because, you see why you must be pure, like a dove, purity. Your lifestyle must reflect Jesus. If you have the ministry of going to a hotel to preach prostitutes, please, if it's from God, do it. But when they accuse you, let people know time is always an agent of revelation. Let people know that those things are false accusations. That's what I said. Anything you are accused in the process of sending, if they are like dove, time will vindicate you. Time is an agent of revelation. Truth is, is everlasting. Kill the truth today. Three days later, it will rise again. Because truth is consistent. Truth is coherent. You cannot civilize it. You cannot modernize it. You cannot add to truth. You cannot subtract. So your reputation, because you are, you are pure, you are godly. There's nothing they did not accuse. Even Pilate could not find fault in Jesus. Did he? No. That's what he's saying. So then go on, sir. 17. 18. 18. My time is going. 18. Don't be upset when they haul you before civil authorities. Like the part of the country we, we are. So, they may the authority may accuse you. In one of our redeemed churches inside Malali Jari, where I was trained, we, we, we were not allowed to put signboard, nor banner. So what we do, every Sunday we just put our banner after service. Take the banner off. Tuesday, because they said it's an Islamic dominated area, but you go and put signboard in faith. Wisdom demands that. So even the authority so don't be upset. Authority. They will accuse you. Even where you are watching for being a Christian, they will accuse you. What Jesus, as a disciple, as a student, you say no to exam my practice. They will call you names. As a market woman, you're a different market woman. They will call you names. In your neighborhood, they will call you names because you are standing for Jesus. But just a no shaking, just maintain. Uh, it will not choke you. Because he's going to sustain you. They will accuse you. If everybody likes you, you are living like them. If everybody, if you are the darling, the dear to everybody, you are like them. You are not different. Where you are working, if everybody likes you, you are not stand out as a believer. These days, our children are, we are even sending our children to Miracle Center to go and write exam. And you come and give testimony that he passed Wayek. May God have mercy on us. We don't see it as, as anything. That child needs restitution. You see, what we, we are breathing. Without knowing it, 
please go back to that 19 now. Why are you rushing? Yes, I know I'll finish sharp, sharp. I know, I know you're just giving me some. Go to that eight, 18. You're just rushing me. You, you started slow, boy. Okay. Without knowing it, they have done you a favor. Giving you a platform for preaching the kingdom of God. You can see it because you are like, as, you are like the dove. They will accuse you. Calling names, authority. They will deny you of promotion, but use that platform to preach Jesus Christ. Why? You're a disciple. Then go to 19. Don't worry about what you say, like in our Sunday school today, or how you say it. The right words will be there. Who will do that? Verse 20. The Holy Spirit. Even when they accuse you, the Holy Spirit is there. So, what is the instruction? As wise, sorry, just be as gentle as a sheep, isn't it? Because there are wolves, and be as wise as a snake, but not the human wisdom, the divine wisdom, and be as pure, as innocent as a dove. Then you overcome these challenges. That's when the Holy Spirit is there to tell you. See, there are some things you will not know what to say until it happened. But the Holy Spirit will reveal that to you. In conclusion. So we are, we are dwelling on the instructions. I, I wrote something down in conclusion. Please let's pay attention. Knowledge without practice produces pride, dryness, and religiosity. Knowledge without practice produces pride and dryness. You have had it. The next thing is practice. Number two. Practice without increased knowledge leaves one fake weak. The first thing is knowledge without practice will produce dryness. Religiosity. But practice without increased knowledge will weaken your faith. Because faith coming by hearing and hearing and hearing. The more you hear, the more the knowledge. Paul said, uh, Peter said, grow in knowledge. Let your grace grow via knowledge. So it's not just to hear. Without practice, it's dangerous. If you practice without increased knowledge, it's also the number three. Knowledge and practice not imparted to the next generation dies in the generation it began. Knowledge and practice not imparted to the next generation dies in, in the generation it began. Sir, maybe that's what happened in this church. Those our fathers were impacted. They refused to impact the present generation. And we are blaming them. Yeah. We are blaming them. How many of them have you called one-on-one -on -one to disciple? Discipleship is about relationship. You can't disciple from afar. Knowledge and practice. If you don't impact the next... Most of us are like Joshua. Moses imparted Joshua. But do you know what uh, Joshua said? Me and my household. She came. Huh? Uh, 
Baburuana de Beni, the Geni, say Mata, say Yara, died. You are blaming these young ones. I said the MM, the WMU have many young married women. How many have the elder women discipled? Can't you share them and have groups? Maybe three for this, three for this. You mentor them. They are not perfect. You mentor them. Have time. Pray for them. Visit them. Ask them. You mentor them. The MMU, young married people, young married men. How many have you disciples? Share them among yourself. Thank God I have called today. But it's the glory of God. Then, knowing and doing are necessary to begin and sustain growth as a disciple. No, both Knowing and doing are necessary to begin and sustain growth as a disciple. Open your Bible to Hebrews chapter 5. We will read and I will, 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 will pray. Please, you can't afford to miss the, the Wednesday class. Heb Hebrews 5. 11 to 14. Hebrews 5, 11 to 14. I will read for my passion. I think it's, I have a great deal to say about this. And it's difficult to explain. Since you have become slow to understand. For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the basic principles of God's revelation. You need make, not solid food. Not everyone who lives on meat is inexperienced. Sorry, now, everyone who lives on meat is inexperienced with the message about righteousness because he's an infant. But solid food is for the mature. For those whose senses have been trained to distinguish between good and evil. You have had enough to be sincere. You have done serve the masters, experienced God. Last year, uh, the Billy Akani people came. They have done this. You have had enough. It's time for you to be teachers. Practice it. It's in the doing that the grace will come. I pray this exercise of four weeks will not be in vain in Jesus' name. I pray it will serve as a turning, turnaround for family revival, organs revival in this church in Jesus' name. I want to see a church that is more vibrant, that fellowship, just love, a church where we replicate Jesus Christ in everything we do. This is a, is a nice place. You have young people, humble fathers, mothers, but we need to go back to the basis. The choir, you need discipline. You come for your rehearsal on time. Come for prayer, not 10 minutes prayer on Sunday is not enough. That's Indomie prayer. That's microwave prayer. Pray one hour. 
You got 30 minutes. Church workers, you don't just come to church five minutes and start assignments. As a pastor, I can't just come three minutes and rush to the altar. You need a serious prayer band. We are all workers who be members of the prayer force. That is what we need. That is what we need. That's where the revival starts. We are workers are disciplined. Workers are committed. Workers are accountable. I'm telling you, that's what to do. It's not workers by title. Workers by commitment. That is what we need. You Bible study. You come. No, you come ten, five minutes to ten uh, to eight, and you you now we are. It, it doesn't work like that. It does not work like that. You're rushing late to officiate. See, if President Buhari is in a meeting, anybody that comes will stay outside. But we have unnarrated God. God have mercy. You come for service to officiate late. You walk to the altar or you rope. No respect for God. This act of indiscipline in the house of God. If the president is in a meeting, so this sometime last year, they locked the vice president because he came late. You come late to church, whoever you are, don't officiate. Have respect for God. It's a hard teaching. It's a hard teaching. You come for prayers. A worker will not come for prayer and come and officiate. Come and sing. Whether you're an usher, any department, whether you're a deacon, whatever you are, respect for God. God has one standard. Enough of playing God in this church. You can come late and officiate. You have no respect for God to be candid. Let's change. It cannot happen. If, if, if I come late, I will not officiate. I've done that several times in this church. God is watching. We need a change of perspective. As a choir member, any relationship you are, you are keeping, your choir master must know, your pastor must know why for accountability. You can't keep an ungodly relationship and come and raising hands. What are you raising up? A stumbling block to the flow of the Holy Spirit. A church worker, any relationship you are keeping, your pastor must know that is the standard. It's either you follow it or not. Let's have time for church workers' prayer. But that is seven thirty. I can't come seven forty-five. That's when we are starting Indomie prayer, and we expect the move of God. God have mercy. What are we doing? We are playing religion, and you want the move? It does not happen like that. I used to come Wednesday prayer. Only two, three people you see. A church like this. We are sleeping. This, the giant is sleeping. I want to awake the sleeping giant. Oh, the first Baptist church English session, you are, sleep, you are sleeping spiritually. God should open your eyes to see. It's a challenge. Bow your head. And ask God for mercy. Ask Him for mercy. Check yourself. Are you a pillar or are you a caterpillar to this church? Who are you? Nehemiah or Sambalat? Who are you? Who are you? Is the body, what are, who are you to this church? 
a pillar or a caterpillar? Are you Nehemiah or Sambalas? Are you building the church or you are destroying the church? Your commitments, your lukewarmness, anyhow attitude because nobody is looking at you. Maybe your pastor has not spoken to you. I have told you today, respect God, respect God. Church workers, respect God, respect don't do this work anyhow. My Father, my God, Jehovah Elohim, Jehovah Nisi is not anyhow God. Don't, don't relate with my Father anyhow. Except it's not the God that I know. I'm telling you, except it's not the Father that I know. His work should not be done anyhow. It's a challenge. Let's wake up. It's not my Father. My father is a business-minded father. It's either we are doing the work based on what my father said it should be done or we are not. Ask for his mercy. Say, Father, uh, have mercy on me. I'll fail you. Help me have a father. Grant me the grace to do the needful. Help me, Lord. 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 Ask for his help. Say, Jesus, I am sorry. I'm sorry. I want to be a pillar to this church. I want to be a pillar to this church. I want to be a pillar to this church. Oh, Jesus, have mercy. Change me. I need your fire. I need your fire. Jesus, help me. Jesus, help me. Ask the Holy Spirit. So empower me, Holy Spirit. Empower me, Holy Spirit. I've been so lukewarm, so careless. I've done this work the way I should do it. Help me. Help me. Please help me. Help me. Now I tell him, I've decided to do it how it ought to be done. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. It is your work, but I need your grace. Empower me. Help me. The Lord has taught all of us we need to amend all our ways from the head to the toe we need to amend our ways what's the essence of us following him he came down and looked for us in our darkness and brought us to his marvelous light for us to be useful in his vineyard we claim to be Christians, but maybe we are not disciples. He sent disciples, not only the crowds. Jesus needs somebody. Are you here or in Mali? If your body is here and your spirit is in Mali, you may not do anything. If I'm here and my spirit is in Ghana, I may not do anything. 
we have to gather ourselves together, spirit, soul, and body, and be committed to Him. Can we promise Jesus this morning? Here we are, send us. Here we are, send us. As the Lord needs someone that is committed to him. Are you sure? Are you sure? You are not sure. If you are sure, say it again. Say it again. Say it again. Let us stand up, please. sorry 
as church, we are sorry. We took your work with levity's hands. Even though you didn't take us with levity hands. Because if you took us with levity hands, Satan might have got rid of us. You are not sleeping that we may be alive. Because you know the plan of Satan. Satan is moving up and down to kill. And that's why you say, you will not leave us, neither you will forsake us. For six days, you walk and perfect everything. From seventh day, you're supposed to be resting. But you hear you are, you are not resting because of us. And we took your work with Levitis' hands. Baba, we are sorry. Forgive us as the body of Christ in Jesus' name. Here we are, committed to you now. And we say you can send us. As we are going this week to our various places of work, business, and schools. Oh God, help us, oh God, even to drop your word in the heart of our neighbors. In the name of Lord Jesus Christ. We are not the converter. Our own is to do our own. When we do what you have asked us to do, the Holy Spirit will take charge. Baba, help us even to discharge your word accordingly in the name of Lord Jesus. And not to take your word with levity hands in the name of Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Blessed be your name, Lord. In Jesus' name we are praying. Amen.